One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Around 750 million people live on the European continent. So what about it? What will its future look like? Will there ever be a United States of Europe? For this and more, you will hear from European thought leaders, artists, civil society representatives, and all those who care about its future. You will receive key insights into the ways Europe is changing and how your voice can be part of this. I am Paolo De Stilo, and you're listening to Europe Matters. Today I'm joined by Valerie Thatcher, who walks for Europe, but also through Europe. In fact, she walked through Europe. In 2019, she did uh, 700 kilometers from Lyon to Brussels. And that experience shaped her to write actually a book Une marche pour l'Europe, which is like translated a walk for Europe. And then a couple of years later in 2021, when it was again possible after the various lockdowns, she took it to the next level. Uh, instead of only visiting five countries, she went on for a 1,400 kilometer walk and she went through 12 countries in the central and eastern part of Europe. Valérie, you're currently uh, joining in from Lyon, right? Hello, and thank you so much for welcoming me and being interested in what I'm doing. Thank you so much. And I, I found your project actually through Instagram, and that's where also you promote your work, your, uh, your interest in, in the European Union. And for me, what really surprised me or at least fascinated me is uh, the will. How did it start? How did you come up with the idea to walk for Europe? It's actually... It was a conjunction of things. I was, in one hand, I was very worried about how powerful the far right party is in France. And for so many years, it's rooted. We get, um, how to say, almost comfortable with the idea that they are always at the second tour of the presidential election each time. In the other hand, European Union was not valued. There are few coverage in the media. We don't uh, learn at school about the EU. Politicians, they don't promote uh, what the EU does in the territories. And uh, we were speaking very few of the coming elections. And in the other hand, I, I had started to walk very much because I was not so sportive at the beginning. But, uh, well, for personal reasons, I started to, to walk very much. And so all these things, they, they came together in my mind. 
And suddenly I thought, yes, what I could do is to walk. And so I had to figure out to imagine which way I will walk. So first thing I thought, maybe I could do the three main seats, Luxembourg, Strasbourg and Brussels, but it was too much for a first big walk. So I thought, well, if I'm going to Brussels, it would be, it would be great just to start with. How was it to walk actually? Which places did you enjoy the most? Oh, it, it made smile my friends and neighbors because I was crossing lots of uh, vineyards, you know, uh, regions with vineyards. So um, Le Beaujolais, uh, La Bourgogne, uh, La Champagne. So I made each kilometer on foot from Lyon to Brussels. And it was all March, April. 2019. So it was still very fresh, even cold sometimes. And uh, well, that was uh, quite an experience. You also got a lot of media coverage at the time. Am I correct? Yes. Yes, because, uh, well, it helps to speak about, to get some attraction, the fact that the elections were close. It was maybe original as well. That was, uh, there were lots of interest to do this walk because it took time. So it offers me time to attract attention, to develop my ideas, to share my ideas and my enthusiasm. Because I started from zero. I started from zero, uh, physically. I'm started from zero on social media. I had no skills. English uh, was also a big barrier, probably at the beginning, right? Uh, even in English, I wasn't very... Well, I'm still not very good, actually. <laughs> and so I had so many challenges together. And how do you feel now after a couple of years of also having to work with English? Because I, I know that in France, learning English, like in Italy, is not very much stimulated and not many people learn to, to speak it English. Uh, yes, I think, well, it seems the way we are teaching English is not very efficient. And people who do speak well English, they do speak well because they are traveling, because uh, they are lucky to have an um, other way to learn English. When you went to Brussels, did you learn something from Europe? On my way, you mean, with, with people I met. Yes. Oh, what I could feel is much indifference in what about Europe, on about what I was doing. It was also lots of skepticism and criticism about Europe. But I was not surprised because we speak few of Europe and mostly to criticize and to hold it responsible for everything that goes wrong. So, of course, there are things going wrong, but not everything is going wrong. It's a huge chance to have the EU, to be part of the EU, to be European. And do you think that this uh, sentiment has changed in the last two years since the start of the pandemic? Europe has uh, done a lot to try to take responsibility, even if ELF was not under its competence, and to deal with the economy and finance of the countries. So on to deal with the vaccine, to order the vaccine. Well, I think really the European Union has done everything it could to deal with the situation as best as possible, considering the power they have in these matters. 
And the good point about uh, information is that the media coverage has developed much about, I feel, I see that, about the EU, what does the EU. And that is a good point, that people have more information. But one thing that I wanted to share with the people is, um, of course, they have lots of rights and freedoms, thanks to the EU, thanks to democracy, thanks to the rule of law. We have lots of uh, good things, but we have a huge responsibility um, as a citizen in the EU. And one of these responsibilities is to get informed, to have various sources of information. Even if the media coverage is weak, we have to make efforts. We have a responsibility um, as a citizen to have an open mind, to learn, to keep a critical mind, to vote, but to vote with knowledge, with understanding, and to vote not only for oneself in a selfish way, but to vote thinking that you are voting for your children, your grandchildren, your neighbors, for all the society. You have a way to take responsibility for everything you're doing. And how do you think, because you encountered also indifference with people that you met, Yes, yes, because it, in 2019, there was no pandemic. The coverage was very, very weak about the EU. And people, they feel that uh, the EU is something uh, far away from them, from their life. It's not their business, almost. And I can say that uh, even my friends and neighbors, it made think people very much mm. what I, I did. And they, and they did vote because, uh, they said, yes, she's right. <laughs> it's great. It's very important. We have to vote for the European elections. And I was happy for that. Well, I knew perfectly that what I was doing, I could not measure the impact. I couldn't measure if it was useful, really. So it's much about faith and beliefs. And I needed to do it, whatever the result, because I knew I couldn't measure the result anyway. So then due to COVID, I believe you had to downwind and actually not you couldn't walk much. But then you decided again to take a step further and and go actually and walk for 1,400 kilometers. And from what I read, you went through Poland, Germany, Czech Republic, Austria, Slovakia, Hungary, Slovenia, Croatia, Bulgaria, Romania, Lithuania, yes. and Latvia. So that's really impressive. And I cannot imagine what you've seen there because I, I, I've never been to most of these places and I'm very curious about them. No, so You know, well, this project, the second walk, I had this idea since 2019. As soon as I had finished the first walk, I had this idea. And it was turning in my head how to do... I had lots of things to say about these countries. I wanted to show solidarity with uh, people who stick to European values in this country, especially in Poland and Hungary, in Slovenia. I wanted to show solidarity with women, with uh, LGBTs, uh, community, with minorities... I wanted to say to these countries and these people, I care. And uh, also that there is no small country in Europe 
everyone on every country matters very much. It doesn't depend of uh, the size of your population. It doesn't depend of uh, how uh, flourishing is your economy or the number of MEPs in the, par in the European Parliament. It's about belief. A single person can inspire very much on how to say, give ideas and inspiration for the future. So this is what matters. And that's why Europe matters. Exactly. And so, uh, well, you might be impressed by the number on the countries I went through, but actually it was not at all about tourism. And I did not choose my itinerary uh, according to the nice places to see, not at all. I tried to spot the populated area, the most populated area, and try to include the capitals of the countries. Because, uh, and also, I couldn't do everything going from one country to the other, everything on foot. So I decided the challenge of at least 100 kilometers per country. So, as I said, populated areas with capitals. So, well, capitals, of course, are very nice to walk in, but also I walked very much uh, along the roads, which were very busy, which were very smelly. <laughs> so it was not a fun, uh, always a fun thing. Yeah, because you also probably have seen differences between countries and how their infrastructure was made, right? Well, actually, that was one thing that surprised me, that infrastructures were quite good and quite the same everywhere. It was very good, actually. And also like tra public transport? Well, I did, didn't take much public transport, sometimes to join one country to go to the other. So I took some fixed bus, <laughs> very cheap, and some trains, but uh, not much. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Through your walks, did you you get you got also media coverage? Did you also get invited by people to stay over? Or did you have to always find uh, yourself an accommodation? Uh, I had thought about this very much. First, I, wa- I wanted to take a tent to limit the expenditures. And actually, this is uh, forbidden to camp outside anywhere uh, in many of these countries. You can't do that. And, uh, well, actually, I appreciate it to walk in a safe place and in a comfy place every night because I was very, very tired. It was very hot all the time. Uh, I had to knock at doors very often to ask for refill of water because uh, I was sweating so much. It was so, so hard. And so I booked mainly by Airbnb or Booking.com. Or uh, I had, uh, how to say, I called for people to welcome me, but uh, I had few success. <laughs> there was a Polish man who welcomed me in Uch, Uch, it's south of uh, Warsaw. That was very interesting. Well, actually, I met lots of interesting people, especially in Poland, people who worry, people who are angry about their leaders, about the way the country is uh, changing. I met all sorts of people, but I can say everywhere I was very respected. Maybe because I was alone and as a woman, I had a big bag behind, a bag here. I was alone and impressed people. Or even if they disagree with this flag on my back, they, they never annoyed me. There were also people who were not interested at all by the flag. They were just interested in me as a woman, as a person. And they started to with me, uh, where do you come from? It was a human experience. And that's... Also, what I wanted to share and to show the people that basically we we are all the same. Because that's actually my page. I, I'm sharing lots of information and feeling on my page, but it's much about European values. And for me, that is what matters because these are not just great ideas. It means something in our everyday life. The idea of Europe at the beginning, it was a human and humanist project. It was not about a common market. You've said it beautifully and also trying to understand why many people are for Europe, right? So it's like this project of solidarity, hopefully. (laughs) At least at this moment, it doesn't feel like it's a solidarity project. However, each step that has been taken has brought to more collaboration to a certain extent of course uh, in Europe one of the things that I uh, was wondering now so you started off in 2019 and that was for the European Parliament elections and then last year the conference on the future of Europe uh, started Uh, not many people know about it so did you also through your walks talk about the conference yes that was one one uh, of uh, the aspects of my second world, it was to promote... Well, I was always promoting citizen activism. And this time, 
Of course, I promoted the conference on the future of Europe. I had written a couple of sentences and I asked everywhere that it is uh, translated so that I could share on my social networks. So I did this. And uh, in Varso, I had also leaflets that I could uh, distribute in the street about the conference. So yes, of course, that's very important that people get involved in this because precisely Europe is the project of the people for the people. So we have to get involved in it. We have to be part of it. And did you get um, help from these institutions, European institutions, or have you done everything on your own? Well, all, all the project, the idea and the way it uh, it was organized, it was me on my fault, European my fault. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, of course, I did uh, inform... Uh, the European Parliament Office of Par Paris, Paris, and uh, then uh, the offices in each country. And some of them, they did help me to share uh, what I was doing. They helped me to get in touch with uh, some media. So in some places, I could uh, speak with some media of uh, TV or radio. So that that was nice that, of course... If what I'm doing is uh, shared, it's better. It's uh, more worth the effort because it was it was such a, an amazing effort, physically and mentally, and uh, about organization. And I, I was working from well, I was not only working actually. I was searching for information about each country to share basic informations about the country on my page. I was uh, taking lots of pictures, choosing them and sharing them. I was writing uh, how each day unfolded and uh, I was sharing all this. So it took me until midnight uh, easily every day. So yes, I was all holding on nerves. <laughs> so so you walked, uh, how many kilometers would you walk every day? Like 20, 30? Uh, it, it could be... Sometimes, very rarely, could be very few, 12. It was rather around 20, 25, but sometimes it was more than 30. And uh, the first day in Poland, I had several days uh, with 30, more than 30 kilometers. And that was, that was too hard in a row to have so many kilometers in a row. Uh, managing the effort was uh, something very important for me in my, in my mind and physically to, to manage the effort because I'm not a young woman either. <laughs> so, and I have lots of other things to do in the day. Searching for accommodation as well, not only pictures and writing and uh, searching information about the countries, but organize accommodations, new a new accommodation almost every day. So that was quite busy. You see, as a woman, it was from the start, from the first project, to be a woman, it was also for me to give a signal to other women. I am no one. I have no special skills to begin with. But I have beliefs and I have the will. And with will and beliefs, you can do very much. Alone, you can do very much. And I am very convinced that together, if we join forces We can do the impossible. Well, I know there, there's a lot to worry about, but there's also lots of hope. And that is something I'm trying to share as well. Hope. That we, we are not, how to say, 
uh, just enduring things, witnessing the worst, witness and we have a power, the power to change things. And you see all these peoples, women demonstrating in Poland, LGBTs uh, fighting for their rights and just being respected everywhere, people fighting for human rights, for the Uyghur, for for the environment. It's so inspiring and it's very important. And even we, if we can't see the effect and the result uh, immediately, there is one. And uh, we, we can change things. Very good words to finish our talk. However, before we finish, I was wondering whether you're going to do another walk for Europe in the future. Yes, I, I only dream of that because there are still lots of countries I didn't walk through. Yes, I would like to very much. So I need the conditions to be gathered. Well, I have recovered now, so it's fine. I need health. I need to keep health. Yeah, because you had to stop at a certain point, right? Yes. Because of lassure, physical impediments. I was managing very well the effort, but, uh, well, in the end, I got sick. Not really because of the walk. It's because of a tick, an insect. I got meningitis. So I spent two weeks uh, at the hospital in Tallinn. And then when I came back, I was not able really to walk. I was not able to do everything. It took time for me just to be able to get dressed, to wash myself, to walk. So uh, anyway, it's just a few weeks since I'm, I'm fine. Also, physical obstacles have been real and also have blocked you from doing, but hasn't stopped you to share what you're doing, sharing the energy, your hope. I would, I would do it again, even knowing how it finishes. I just missed the last five days. I had still 100 kilometers to do. So which other countries would you like to, to visit in your next walk? Oh, well, my dream was to, well, when you are in Estonia, it's the Gulf of Finland. So we have just to cross the Gulf to join Finland. And then Sweden, and then Dan Denmark, and so yes, of course. Well, it's easy to imagine how to continue. And then in Sweden, you can go with your tent. It's uh, free everywhere, so you go with a tent. So that's going to be even more uh, adventurous as a yes. walk. Yes, well, yes, it's a dream. Join me for the next walk. That that would be great uh, to join you in a part of it. I would love to to join. So thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to this episode of Europe Matters. Special thanks goes to my assistant producer, Antonio Mattesini. Let us know who we should interview next by writing a comment and sharing it with your friends on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook or LinkedIn using the handle at Europe Matters. Don't forget to leave a review on whichever podcast streaming platform you use and if you really like this show, the best way to support us is by making a donation on patreon.com. You can learn more at www.europematters.com. Speak to you soon.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.